Ladies and gentlemen, citizens of the universe, this is Roster Watch. This is fantasy football. This is big NFL action. Austin, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. Listeners worldwide, my name is Alex Dunlap. I'm here as always with the Trash Man, Byron Lambert. We got Nick Phillips on the other side of the glass here in Austin and James Pledger holding it down for us in San Antonio. Byron, what's going on, my man? Good morning, friends. Good morning, fantasy footballers. Let's get this show started off real quick. We're going to have the Trash Man give everybody an update on fantasy football players that are looking questionable heading into today's games that uh, owners are going to need to keep an eye out, uh, whether these guys are good to start or if they need to be looking for other options. And certainly if they need other options, the Trash Man will be coming back with his famous Garbage Grag segment at the end of the show. Dorian? Word. What's up, guys? Uh, first of all, first and foremost, Jimmy Graham, New Orleans Titan, is out. Did not make the trip to Tampa Bay. Um, also, Brandon Bolden, New England, Laurent Robinson in Jacksonville. All the good running backs in Pittsburgh. Well, good is a relative term. Rashard Mendenhall, <laughs> Isaac Redman are out. Uh, Daz Bryant is questionable, as well as Ahmad Bradshaw. Bilal Powell is actually not going to play. Either is Joe McKnight. <laughs> wow. So Sh- Sean Green Otis should be... Should be should be wet should be soiling themselves in the opportunity to be getting the. Sean Green's never going to do again what he did last <laughs> week, ever again in his entire life, ever. But Julian Edelman is actually going to play today. He is active. Um, I thought you usually call him Julian Edelman. <laughs> Edelman. 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 Yeah, hey, don't say it three times. Um, well, <laughs> oh, it's kind of like a Beetlejuice thing. Oh, you get that, huh? Oh. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, but th- those are the big ones this morning, uh, and we'll get you updated about, on, some, um, on some plays you can make in their stead uh, later on in the garbage crab. Okay, so we've noticed a trend here at Roster Watch. We have noticed that the fans here in Central Texas, when the Longhorns win... We get a ton of fantasy football calls. Everybody <laughs> wants to know about their fantasy <laughs> when football When the Longhorns team. lose, when they no lose, one. it's dry as a desert around here. 447 ESPN, that's 447-3776. If you're calling from out of town in, in uh, San Antonio or Waco or something, or if you're listening uh, online, that's the area code 512-447-ESPN. Give us a call. It's week seven. We're, we're halfway to the playoffs. This is a must-win week if you're, you know – it's going to be a lot better coming out of this week being three and four than it is two and five, you know. Well, the Baylor Bears are dead meat, so call <laughs> us. It's a good morning to be happy. All right, Nick, wake up in there. Let's hit my favorite baseline right now. Uh-oh, guys. We're bringing it back, and we're bringing it back big. Here's the rules of the game. Money in the bank. We are. This is going to be... Does anybody even know what that sound is anymore? Are those machines even used no, anymore? That's, well, that's what the sound it makes when you swipe your card on somebody's iPad yeah. these days. <laughs> so this is what we do in Money in the Bank. We're going to tell everybody about guys, fantasy football players that are slam dunk, Money in the Bank plays today, but are not the obvious must starts. Guys that are kind of in that second tier, kind of questionable area. And especially since everybody, a lot of people are facing buys. So I'm going to kick it off. The first guy that I think is money in the bank, we're going to start with quarterbacks, 
is we've had a long discussion about this. Ryan Fitzpatrick. (laughs) We love, we say he's money in the bank. We say at home against Tennessee. We love really all the skilled players in Buffalo this week, and we feel that that translates to big action for Ryan Fitzpatrick. We consider him a fringe number one quarterback this week with big upside. Yeah, it's it's easy to be one against Tennessee. For for, for my money in the bank, I think I'm going to piggyback off you a little bit. And I'm <laughs> all this money in the bank to be found in Buffalo this week, but I think that my pick for my first money in the bank submission at the tight end position, if we're talking about guys who might be overlooked, I know he was overlooked in one of our leagues and saw that Byron picked him up very astutely. Could not believe it. Scott Chandler. Facing, hey, money. Hey, facing facing the number one by far defense uh, if you're a tight end to face. And if you look at our matchup tool at rosterwatch.com, it's really not even close. I, I think that they're averaging like 25 points given up per game to tight ends. Their nearest competition is only like 14 points. So, Scott Chandler, if you're looking for a tight end, get him in there. Money in the bank. Now we know the trashman doesn't roll with too much money in the bank. But he's always he is trying to always squirrel what he can I, I away. Had, I had most of it under my bed. <laughs> well, but um, I'm gonna go with St- Stephen Ridley this morning. I thought he was gonna say Steve Johnson. I thought this was gonna be a Bills love affair. <laughs> well, I'll play. I, I play Stevie Johnson every week. But uh, Stephen Ridley, you know, he's had some really great weeks, a couple off weeks, you know. But Brandon Bolden's gonna be out this week. He's not going to have much competition back there. They're going up against the Jets, who everyone and their mother runs on. I think he's going to go big today against the New York Jets for the New England Patriots. All right, very good. Well, let's talk about. So we you got to love Ridley a little bit more when you know there's not going to be any of those Brandon Bolden swindles there at the goal line. He's been the one small thorn in the side of, of of Ridley owners in the games that he's had good games. I mean, everybody's figuring that game to be a blowout. Today, which New England against the Jets, I think Vegas even has like a 10-point line on that, which it's curious how that's going to translate. I mean, does that mean that they get up and then they end up running the ball with Ridley a lot? Does that mean they get up and somebody, you know, and, and because they've thrown it so much? It's, you got to love everybody. I really will say Patriots. this. It's like a foregone conclusion that this is going to be one of these deals where the, you know, the Patriots just murder these guys, but... One thing that we need to remember is that Sanchez, for, for as bad as he's been in his career, has been really good against the Patriots. So it, 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 it might not be quite the blowout that everybody's thinking. But it will be a game wherever Belichick, he, you know, they, they shut the rundown on those guys last week in Seattle. He's going to come in. He's going to want to establish that. He's going to want to you know, set his parameters there at the line of scrimmage, extend the run through the tight ends and through Welker. Uh, we don't love Brandon Lloyd as much this week, but we love those tight ends and we love those runners. Now, a wide receiver that we all feel is money in the bank this week. It's a little bit sneaky. If you've got him, you're probably going to play him. But we're talking about Hakeem Nix here for the Giants. Money. He has oh, an so unbelievable money. matchup. Unbelievable. Against the Redskins. They're the number two matchup for fantasy wide receivers. Uh, I mean, everybody knows Nix is a stud. He's missed time. Missed you know. time. I mean, this, this is his first week of the of the 2012 season to go through a full week of practice. You remember that he came into the season coming off the broken foot. So it was, it you know, th- this is the first, in that first game that he came back, he he didn't even work out until Thursday. So this, this is his first week that he's going full of 
through a full practice. So this is Hakeem Nicks being back to Hakeem well, Nicks. Well, and that's this, t- this is the best his foot's felt all season. So any anybody thinking that he's going to have an off game or he's not going to, you know, just don't forget about slow. this guy. I know the yeah. weeks go by kind of slow, and we're really, you know, and and it's easy to forget about these guys. But remember, Hakeem Nicks is still Hakeem Nicks. Well, and the thing is, if you remember, I mean, with the injury concerns early in the year, that. 200-yard game felt like it came out of nowhere, but that's just what he can do. That's what he can do. And, you know, he's Eli Manning's going to be spreading the ball around today. So, Hakeem Nix, some people might be facing that question. We say get him in. We need some callers. 512-447-ESPN. That's 512-447-3776. Give us a shout. Let us know, you know what your questions are for your league. We want to get your lineup right this morning. One guy who I also like the wide receiver position uh, I don't think we've talked about him at all this season, um, but that's Mike Williams, Tampa Bay. We've, yeah, we've he's, done a little talking about Mike Williams, but right. not enough. Not he's enough. been pretty he's touchdown dependent, quietly, but he's been great. Quietly, he has had a pretty stellar season, uh, considering you know he's technically the number two in Tampa Bay. Vincent Jackson, you know, he's a little bit hurt coming to this game. He'll go, but I have a feeling they're going to lean more on Mike Williams this morning. And um, so those of you who have him on this team, don't sit him. I sat him last week. Yeah. I regretted it. Well, the, the truth is with Mike Williams is the Vincent Jackson arrivals helped Mike Williams. Well, it, it, something's helped him. Somebody's arrival, whether it's Vincent Jackson, whether it's some, you know, whether it's, whether it's, you know, Josh Freeman. I think it's Josh Freeman's accuracy. You know, positive development behind what's beginning to become a little bit better of an offensive line, the semblance of a pretty good running game. Uh, there are a lot of things helping him out. And, New Orleans is our is if you go to rosterwatch.com and look at our matchup tool it's a it's a tool that looks very small and simple but it's something that takes us you know 15 or 20 hours each week to make taking these scouting grades putting together everything with the fantasy points against we have we have New Orleans as our you know just our perfect number one matchup against these wide receivers so that bodes really well for Vincent Jackson it bodes really well for Mike Williams as far as tight ends one of our Homer UT boys that, of course, was <laughs> underutilized while he was here. Oh, that, imagine that. That we do like this week, we've been up and down on, is Jermichael Finley. We think is a good tight end play this week yeah, against St. Louis. Money. And it's been, it's been for, you know. Sing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For those guys, it's been. It, Finley's been getting targeted quite a bit. You worry a little bit as a Finley owner about the all drops. of the, about the, drops, the drops and the, the complaints, and the complaints and the James Jones touchdown swindles. You know, down there in the red zone, it doesn't seem like he's getting quite as many red zone looks as he used to. Sixty percent of James Jones' fantasy points this year has it's, come from touchdowns. It's gotta have to drop off it the is same a way. Code that, red, yeah. sell high. His saving grace is Aaron Rodgers throws a million touchdowns. Yeah, it's just. I mean, to me, I see it as the opposite of the Megatron and the Adrian Peterson. I mean, with these guys, they've been studs, regardless of the fact that they have been touchdown deficient. And when the touchdowns come for these guys, they're going to come in buckets. But the touchdowns have already come for James Jones. It's like we've seen what is there as far as his his production. We're going to tell you when we come back who what we you hate. can expect from your fantasy team, who we love, who we hate. Ladies and gentlemen... This is Roster Watch. When you want to eat great for not a lot of money, a thundercloud waits even when it's sunny and you won't be late because it's right in your neighbor. 
The Nada Chicken Sub is a vegetarian delight so tasty even carnivores can't resist. Tender meatless chicken with freshly sliced tomatoes, onion, crisp lettuce, and a splash of thunder sauce. And at just $3.89, the Nada Chicken is not a bad idea. Hey, honey. Hi, Dad. What you drawing? It's our house. That's you. Oh. Me. Huh? Mom and Josh. Wow. Playing ball. You are becoming quite the artist. When you're a kid, you don't know that home ownership builds communities. That owning a home contributes to higher self-esteem and better test scores. You just know that home is where you play, grow, and learn. The National Association of Realtors wants you to know that home ownership matters to our families, our neighborhoods, and our country. Learn more at houselogic.com/homeownership. Today we're asking people to name their one favorite meal for one from Stouffer's. One favorite? Stouffer's lasagna. But how about the barbecue chicken? Grilled white meat chicken coated with a sweet and tangy sauce with a side of cheesy potatoes topped with crisp bacon. Yes. So that's your one Stouffer's favorite. Oh, but I also like Stouffer's meatloaf. Classic meatloaf with a rich tomato glaze smothered in a savory gravy with a tasty side of... Hey, where are you going? You kidding? The store. Stock up on all your favorite Stouffer's meals for one today. You have 32 new messages. Hey, sweetie, cooking you dinner with some Texas-grown fruits, veggies, and steak. Uh, but I can't find a pan. Okay, any idea where the bottle of Texas wine is? I've got some beautiful Texas roses. Have you seen the vase lately? We can help you find the Go Texan products created, crafted, and grown here. Once you get them, you're on your own. Look for the Go Texan logo. Be Texan, shop Texan. Go local with the Go Texan app for iPhone and iPod Touch. Visit GoTexan.org. Sponsored by the Texas Department of Agriculture. These days, the concept of value matters more than ever. And you'd be hard-pressed to find a better value than high school sports. Extracurricular activities, including sports, make up about 2% of the budget for a typical Texas high school. In return, participation in sports promotes citizenship and sportsmanship. Sports also instill a sense of community pride and teach lifelong lessons about cooperation and self-discipline. They encourage physical fitness. They produce community leaders. By offering so many benefits to the community for such a small percentage of a school's overall budget, it's easy to see why high school sports are one of the best bargains around. The real cost would come from not having them at all. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Texas University Interscholastic League and the Texas High School Athletic Directors Association. Every Saturday, ESPN Austin College Game Day breaks from the football conversation to honor the real heroes. Hear the stories of patriotism and love of country. Where would any of us be without the men and women that have raised their hands to defend our rights? One hour prior to kickoff each week, military veterans and wounded warriors share their stories of sacrifice and courage. Learn about our heroes at ESPNAustin.com. Proudly presented by Independent Bank and the Range Golf Club and Sports Bar. The Horn, 104.9 and AM 1260. Austin's. Sports Talk. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. We're talking everything fantasy here this morning. I'm here. Well, not everything. <laughs> <laughs> Almost everything fantasy this morning. Fantasy football related, at least. I'm here with Alex Dunlap, Byron Lambert. This is the Trash Man. We're getting into one of our favorite segments. It's it's slowly become one of my favorite segments over this course of the season, and that is 
love hate. Oh, well, this is a hate segment. This is hate. <laughs> Turn it up, Nick. Yeah. Time to rock it out, baby. I thought maybe we, I thought we made, I thought maybe we get some ugly kid Joe. Well, hey, that don't worry, that's on tap. <laughs> now these guys, this part doesn't sound like it, but the intro to this song reminded me a lot of Linkin Park. Do y'all have any insight on this? Linkin Park? Oh, no. I have no idea who this band is. And who I don't, is that? I don't is know. That Nick? Like Breaking Benjamin or something? Three Days Grace or something? Three Days Grace. Uh. Wow. Sounds like a cousin of Nickelback or something, maybe. Yeah, a very close cousin. <laughs> very right. close cross-eyed of, cousin. <laughs> some type of, some type of relative of, uh, uh, of the of the above mentioned. Okay, so let's get into, <laughs> let's get into some guys, some some fantasy guys that well, hate could be a strong word, but that we're not so hot on this week. No, we mean hate in every sense of the word. Hate, hate. These are hate crimes. Hate. Okay, so I'm going to start with running back here. And a guy that, I mean, I hate to say it because I roster him that I kind of hate this week is Michael Bush. Yep. We're a little bit low on him as compared to uh, other experts in the industry this week. We have Michael Bush basically as a low-end number two going against Detroit on Monday night. For some reason, I figure this to be a Matt Forte game. It's Matt Forte's just look so much better, and Michael Bush, to start the season, was doing a lot of good things for his fantasy owners and you know, in spurts that were caused by, by touchdowns. And it's like we always talk about being touchdown dependent. Michael Bush is not going to get quite as many opportunities, and if the opportunity does present itself near the goal line, we've seen that they have a propensity to possibly get him in. But we've also seen Matt Forte stay in at the goal line. So it, it, it's no sure shot that once they get down there, they're going to be handing the ball off to Michael Bush. Michael Bush, it's been proven. I mean, we you knew coming into the season a lot of his value was going to be touchdown-related, but he's extremely touchdown-dependent. And the problem is if he doesn't score a touchdown, he only gets you three points. And whenever Byron says you – know, he talks about the other experts that were that – were, sort of you know putting ourselves against here that's part of what we do with the fantasypros.com expert consensus they have uh, a group of i guess between 90 and 100 experts whose accuracy they track and we're always right you know up at the very top i believe that over the course of the season we're in the top 25 percent so um this is a week where yes we do not like michael bush as much as the typical person that spends you know most of their time doing this Wes, we have a first caller in the morning. Are you there, buddy? Yo, Wes, are you there? He's asleep. (laughs) (laughs) We were just pranking our our listeners there. We really didn't have a call. Call us. There you go. 512-447-ESPN. That's 512-447-3776. Another running back that I hate, and who knows, the week I say this, he might have a bounce back, but I was low on him last week. I just can't believe that people that that generally speaking experts have Vic Ballard, the backup running back who's come in instead of Donald Brown while he's out for arthroscopic knee surgery as a number two running back. I think he had like three or four points last week when people were expecting a ten pointer out of him. He had a four point five pointer, but it was still. This is nothing to be too excited about. A lot of that came on 
a lot of that came on some just a couple of garbage screens right there at the end of the game. Byron, tell him a little bit about Vic Ballard because he was one of the guys that you got to know pretty well during the Senior Bowl and a guy that you spent a lot of time scouting. Well, and that's the thing. That's part of the reason I hate even having Vic Ballard in this segment because I like him. We spent a lot of time watching him at the Senior Bowl and at the NFL Combine. Uh, Vic Ballard, he's a jack of all trades. He's He can do a little bit of everything. He's a good blocker. He's a tough runner. He gets north and south. He's not going to dance a whole bunch. He's going to get you the yards that are there. He can catch the football. And he's just a tough, tough guy. Fletcher Cox, the Eagles' first-round pick, told us you know they were teammates, and Cox is on the defense. And he just said that Vic Ballard is the kind of guy you were never going to bring down with an arm tackle. He's just a tough, hard-nosed, hard-nosed guy. So we see the potential being there, but the fact is whenever you look look at him, it doesn't look like he's completely caught on yet at the NFL level. It's something that's going to take a while. I believe we have a phone call. Wes, are you there? Did we get you? Did you I wake up? I should be there this time. Can you hear me? Hey. Oh, Wes, what's going on, my man? <laughs> How you guys doing this Sunday morning? Uh, hey, hey, Wes. Bad. Can't complain. Wes, you know the rules. State your team name and your record. Gosh, my team name is Jerry Jones, is Des Bryant's alibi, and my record is 3-3. Three three. <laughs> all right, all right. What's your question? All of, all of which are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So on the, on the topic of second-tier running backs, who do you guys like? Do you like Alex Green of Green Bay or Mr. Mike Goodson of the Raiders? This week, I like it's Alex. Green. I like Alex Green of Green Bay better, but I do like Mike Goodson, you know, a lot. <laughs> Alex Green is in line to get more snaps, more, more touches, and he's on a very prolific offense. It's just a little safer play to me. That's a very, very easy. Win. Goodson's productions come on like two plays, but he's looked awesome. And which Cam Newton's going to show up for this Cowboys game today? Well, coming off by, that's a tough. Do you, you mean know, is it going to be the prototype or is it going to be the wizard? <laughs> no, I mean the the prototype or the crybaby. That's who I want to know. The towel on the head. The, the I don't know why. Line, I don't know why they're mutually exclusive. The sideline towel pouting he's been doing. <laughs> you know, I I think it's going to be pretty hard to bench Cam Newton. I mean, the Cowboys are a tough matchup, but man, Cam Newton. He's I mean, he's had a couple of bad games, but he's had some pretty good ones. Yeah, they're just coming off. It's these games wherever it's these games. Look, he's coming off by coming I off pictured, the bye. I pictured him coming into this game focused the same way he was going going into that game that they viewed as a must win in in Atlanta that they almost did win. I think Tony Romo is going to give him a lot of chances to do well. I'll tell you what, I'd I'd rather have Cam Newton than a guy like Ben Roethlisberger this week. It might be close, but I'm rolling. With, and I'll say this: rolling it, with the wizard yeah. in that circumstance. And, it, and if the Cowboys, I'll, I'll, I'll say this too: if if and when the Cowboys do kind of get up on these guys, I can see this translating perfectly into some garbage time rushing production for Cam Newton when they go to the, some of those second half hurry up offenses. So even if he's not doing as well for you coming into the middle of the third quarter, you know, or so as you'd have expected, I think he might pile some stuff on there towards the end of the game. I think at least a fifteen. He probably gets you a fifteen pointer in a standard. Yeah. Lead. So will it be Cam of last year? Not quite sure, but you got to go with him. All right, Wes. We got more callers, man. The fish are jumping in the boat, brother. Good luck. Thanks, Wes. Ah, it's our main man, Steve Foster. Oh, Steve Foss. What's up, my man? Brothers, how are we doing this morning? Chilling, homie. How are Can't you? Play. Well, I won't get to see how we're doing our uh, remote up at Star Ranch for the Texas Peace Officers Memorial. Oh, that but, sounds uh, like something Steve Foster would be all over. You, you know, you got to you gotta love the folks that uh, keep it safe and uh, sound so that we can play fantasy football. Hey, <laughs> can't agree hey, more, brother. 
question. You started off with running backs, and of course, you know, I know. Uh, hey, Steve, Steve, that. hold on. Um, hold on. We, we have a rule here. You have to state your team name and record. Oh, okay. The, the team name, because we play fantasy football, uh, Jeff Blake and I own the team. It's called Team Foss, but they're. That stands for. Yeah, it's, uh, hold on, it stands for footballers of serious skills. Oh, oh. Is, is that skill spelled with a Z at the end? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm symbolic as the day is long. So we're team false. We're three and three. Yeah. We're three and three. Three and three. And Are you the majority owner, Steve? <laughs> Always, brother. I know. Partner. I noticed that the I noticed that the stadium had your name on it. <laughs> No, man, it's going to be Roster Watch Field at the uh, Laying Down the Law Stadium. <laughs> we love it. All right, let's take a sidebar. Let's figure out what you need help here with, Steve. Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I heard y'all talking about Vic Ballard. Heard y'all talking about Vic Ballard, and I heard you talking about Roethlisberger. So, before the kickoff, I want to know, should I trade Roethlisberger out for uh, Andy Dalton? And should I trade out Vic Ballard? Uh, and and try to pick up somebody, but uh, I'm uh, Ballard has, has got me some points. So positive beats negative production, and I uh, just wanted to hear from you guys. I always have a great show. I'll hang up and listen, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Appreciate it. Cool. Steve Foster, cool. not Thanks, only an attorney, a math major. <laughs> positive is good. Hey, positive is good. All right. So what do y'all think on that one? I mean, we talked about this at length. We're a little low on Dalton and Roethlisberger. They play each other this week, but. We discussed it. We like Roethlisberger more. Yeah, so you keep Roethlisberger in there. And then with Vic Ballard, I don't think there's going to be anybody on your waiver wire who's... who's. I think he you know, might be able to pick up like a Joyke Bell. Yeah, may, I mean, maybe. I mean, that's I, trash. I don't see a Joyke Bell out producing Vic Ballard this week. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, would, I could see the Lions playing from behind against the Bears, and that's when Bell gets all his action every single game. Bells are the second, if we're talking about most difficult... Um, Worst team to yeah, but he's not. Against. He he gets his he gets his yards and receptions. To answer Foster's question, keep Vic Ballard in there, and to tell you guys, our listeners, Austin, San Antonio, keep it right here. This is Roster Watch. In the Baylor Executive MBA program, what does executive mean? It means that you'll be in a collaborative classroom environment with people who have years of experience in their current positions. Using that as a resource, the Baylor Executive MBA program can bring more relevant, detailed, and current information into the curriculum and teach in a different way. Here's Professor Mitch Newberg. You learn as much from the people in the room as you do from the instructors who are leading the discussion. I ask students to take a specific work challenge that they're facing right now, and then I ask them to create from the things that we've discussed a plan of action that they can implement tomorrow to be a better leader. Executive means better experience, better expertise, better expectations of high-paying positions in your career path. It will give you the experience to be a better executive in your current job and in the future jobs that are open to a graduate of the Baylor Executive MBA program. If you are interested in learning more about the Baylor Executive MBA program, come sit in one of our unique classes. Google Baylor EMBA to register. Nothing moves like the ultimate driving machine, and nothing gets you moving faster for less than BMW of Austin. Come check out the all-new BMW Sports Activity Vehicle, the 2013 X1 S-Drive 28i with 34 MPG highway, zero security deposit, and only $3.99 a month for a 36-month lease. Or step into the 2013 BMW 3 Series with three custom lines to choose from and up to 34 miles per gallon. This is your ultimate driving machine. 
with lease rates starting at only $389 a month for 36 months on all 2013 328i coupes and sedans. There's no better time to get yours, and there's no better place than BMW of Austin. Financing available through BMW FS. BMWBoston.com, 7011 McNeil Drive. Experience our passion. These days, the concept of value matters more than ever. And you'd be hard-pressed to find a better value than high school sports. Extracurricular activities, including sports, make up about 2% of the budget for a typical Texas high school. In return, participation in sports promotes citizenship and sportsmanship. Sports also instill a sense of community pride and teach lifelong lessons about cooperation and self-discipline. They encourage physical fitness. They produce community leaders. By offering so many benefits to the community for such a small percentage of a school's overall budget, it's easy to see why high school sports are one of the best bargains around. The real cost would come from not having them at all. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Texas University Interscholastic League and the Texas High School Athletic Directors Association. Chad Hastings, J.D. Lewis, Bo Edge, a game. Drinking age needs to be 18 years old. Freshman in college, drink the beer legally. Yeah. You're with me? Yeah. Who's with I'm me? With, I'm with you on that one. 18 years old. You can drive a car. You can vote. You can serve your country. That's the one for me. Once you can go to war, you should be able to have a beer before you do it. You should be able to have a beer. Weekdays, noon to three. The Horn, 1049. And we are back, listeners. This is Roster Watch, brought to you by rosterwatch.com. And we have another caller to start off with. Oscar, thank you for waiting for us. You there, brother? Hey, guys. Hey, morning. Uh, you know, beautiful Sunday morning down here in San Antonio. Went to the Longhorns game yesterday, so get me up early. A lot of driving. Y'all because y'all are awesome, man. Thank, Thanks, Oscar. Thank you, Oscar. Yeah. And so, if you listen to the show, you you know the rules. Let's 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 hear your team name and your record. So my name, team name is the Redeem Team because I flunked out of the league two years ago. <laughs> flunked out? <laughs> is it like so, relegation in soccer? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I got I got bumped down to the to the minors and then uh, came <laughs> back and I, I've been I've been storming back, man. I'm five and one, second Woo. place right now. Hey. So. Hey. Yeah. That's a, Do you own AJ Green? Yes, AJ Green. There you go. <laughs> I knew it. All right, all right, all right. So, so Oscar, what is your question? Okay, so I, I got, I got a, I got a, a question with the running backs and a flex. Okay. So running backs wise, um, I got Ahmad Bradshaw. Uh, I picked up Jonathan Dwyer, who's going to pick up the start in, in Pittsburgh, and then uh, I got Vic Ballard and uh, Montario Hardesty. And then I need I need two running backs, and then I need a flex, and I have uh, Josh Gordon and Miles Austin. You have Josh Gordon, okay, and so are either Josh Gordon and Miles Austin available for that flex position, or are they yeah. already occupying your wide receiver positions? No, 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 no. My wide my wide receivers are set, man. I got okay. Calvin Johnson and AJ Green. Woo! Oh God, oh, my God, yeah, is, it, I know. is this a ten team league? <laughs> this is twelve. Well, that's a way, dude. Good. He pimped, he pimped this a great draft. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Miles Austin, I mean, he's yeah. So, you got to get him in your lineup. So Miles Austin okay. goes in your flex, and then for your and then you need two two of those four running backs. 
Yeah. And that was Ballard, Bradshaw, uh, Dwyer, Dwyer, and Montario Hardesty. Well, first things first, Bradshaw's a game-time decision. So if Andre Brown is on your waiver wire and he doesn't, Bradshaw doesn't play, Andre Brown would be a good start. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, but, you know, as far as what you got right now out of all those guys, if Bradshaw goes, you got to be starting him. He's, he's on a complete tear right now. And they say that this foot injury is not related. I'm not sure that I believe it because I don't know how it cannot be related to all the surgical repairs he's had there. But they say it's an unrelated issue and that they were giving him rest. I personally think he's likely to play. If he does play, you need to get him in there. Uh, and then I think between those other two, I like Vic Ballard best. I agree. Okay. Vic Ballard's going to get the most carries out of all those guys. If Amar Bradshaw okay. ends up not being able to go, I mean, I, I would I would look on your waiver, waiver wire and see if Andre Brown were available before playing either of those other two. Okay, perfect. Hey, guys, uh, side, a little side question. Fantasy philosophy-wise. Um, we love these kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Where do y'all kind of go with the whole ranking slave versus uh, gut play? Well... That's an that's an interesting question. You mean where do you go with the where a player might not be projected as high, but you just have a feeling? I mean, that you, depends on what kind yeah. of bind I'm in. A little bit that depends on what my projected matchup looks like. I mean, I have a little more of a propensity that maybe if it's a flex play, then maybe if I really want to pull a rabbit out of a hat, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I want to get all my best players out there, the ones that are have a pretty good floor, and at the end of the day, that's going to shake out pretty well for you yeah. across the board. Yeah, I get my trash man name for, for making those for making those gut plays, um, and they usually work out for me. Um, all right. So, Sorry, follow-up question. If you're, if you're going to, to the Cowboys game today and you got Romo and, and Cam Newton on your bench, do you play? And you're a huge Cowboys fan. Do you play Romo just for the for the star on the helmet, or would you know what I mean? Like, would you would you go to a game and and secretly have to root for your opposing quarterback? Oh man, that, uh, that's, I, I, that's a that's a real <laughs> philosophical yeah. question. That's a conflict of interest right there. Football purity versus your fantasy interest. But honestly, we like I don't Romo. Think, this I, yeah, week. honestly, we like Romo and. Um, I mean, you're not you're not you're not gonna get that much worse. Be that much worse off for starting Romo. Yeah, yeah. yeah we actually like Romo one spot ahead if, of Cam Newton. If I had week. if I had Tony Romo and Cam Newton both on my team this week, I would it it wouldn't be easy. But I I would be starting Romo. Yeah. All right, you guys are awesome. Appreciate it, man. Awesome. All right, take awesome. Oscar. Oscar, thanks, man. Patrick, thank you for waiting on the line, sir. Hey guys, uh, team name is a bye week. I'm running a five and one right now. All right. Nice. Hey, hey, man. Nope. No bye weeks around there. It seems like you've been doing some work. Putting in some work so far. Good, All right. Good. I got a wide receiver question here. All right. I got Brandon Marshall, uh, Vincent Jackson, and Kenny Britt going, but I also have Mike Williams sitting on the bench. What, who do you have? In, do you have a flex position? Uh, right now, I got Brandon Marshall in the flex position. This is a hilarious question because we have Kenny Britt ranked one spot ahead of Mike Williams. Yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. So. If it's me, Kenny Britt against Buffalo, both of these matchups are so good. I would say that avoid the last-minute swindle, keep your lineup like it is, and just feel good if Mike Williams does something on your bench that could help him you know, well, drive up his and, trade And value. philosophically, just like Oscar was asking, I mean, this is where I start to – I don't tend to – I like to diversify. I don't like to have too many eggs in one basket just in case that – Hand basket just goes to complete down the dumpster. And so, I mean, in that situation, you'd be starting 
Vincent Jackson and Mike Williams, and that's a little bit risky because what if that game just turns gets out of hand and free, something happens to Freeman and all of a sudden you're not getting anything out of either of them. All right, so Marshall Jackson and Britt sounds like. Yes, yes yeah. Sir. Roll with your studs. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, Patrick. Best of luck to the bye weeks. James. Looks like we lost James. He's there. He's out of there. Oh, well. 512-447-ESPN. That's 512-447-3776. Give us a call. Make sure you get your lineups right. Today. Well, and this is a perfect time to tell everybody about Style Switch here in Austin. Hey. It's the best bar. And we're not blowing smoke here. No, we're not. <laughs> they have a lot of smoke There's over a lot there. of smoke over there. I'm telling you, when you grow up east of town like I did, you know, growing up near Taylor, near Elgin, you understand what Central Texas barbecue is like. And this stuff, the first minute I walked into Style Switch, I knew. It's just like it used to be in Taylor. It's the exact same way. It's cut the same way. They do it the same way. The rub's the same. It's got that real... And and trust us, we've been to every barbecue joint facility all over Central Texas. We love barbecue. And Style Switch is right at the top of the heap. You should see the black pepper crust. That was on the beef rib they pulled out for me last <laughs> night when I went up there. It was unbelievable. Every, everything in Style Switch the, is always The good news is Style Switch, they have the restaurant right there at the Violet Crown Shopping Center right on about Lamar and Airport, so you can always go visit them over there. They also do a lot of catering around town, so if you've got family events, work events, charity events, any of that, I can hook you up. I can get you a deal. Email me, byron at rosterwatch.com. I'll get you set up. Hey. Can't can't can't, can't beat that. Can't, and that's B Y R O N. It's not Brian. Byron. <laughs> very, 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 very happy to have Style Switch here kind of being our presenting sponsor for Austin and Sideliners in San Antonio that just does a great job down there. But you know, you, you go down to Sideliners, you can watch all the games, check everything out. Delicious food down there. We could not be luckier. To have two such wonderful establishments working with So let's talk about this. So if Ahmad Bradshaw, he's a game-time decision. If he doesn't play, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's Andre Brown. you got to like him. I like Andre Brown better. We've seen how the division of carries goes whenever Ahmad Bradshaw's out. And, boy, you just think about that. You think about that Carolina game, and that was just a, you know, that was a If you have a league like one of ours that scores special teams production – David Wilson's actually had a five or six point floor in the last three games, and he's shown a little bit of upside. And if he starts getting more carries, I think it makes him valuable in a league like that. So long term, I have some interest there. But a one week start, I mean, I got to say, I, I'm I'm I would think strongly about putting Andre Brown into my lineup today. Yeah, they don't like David Wilson as much in uh, pass protection things like that. Um, so he's not going to be in the game as often as Andre Brown would be. We're going to keep your head in the game. Right here, you guys stay tuned and call us 512 447 ESPN. That's 512 447 3776. We'll be coming right back after this with the garbage grab. This is Roster Watch. Style Switch Barbecue and Brew boasts an all star cast of Central Texas pitmasters and staff paying tribute to the Texas barbecue legends one slow smoke brisket at a time. Local and craft beers, TVs, brisket, three choices of homemade sausage, chicken, beef ribs, pork ribs, and pork steaks. It's just a little something for everyone. Come eat, watch the games, or play washers in one of their new sand pits. Style Switch, North Lamar, in the historic Violet Crown Shopping Center. 
The next time you consider a fence, consider this. 95% of the wood fences Viking Fence installs replaces the fence the builder grade companies have installed. Viking Fence doesn't use inferior materials. They specify the exact grade of cedar you'll get. They select that grade in their own lumber mill to your specifications. The quality you get from Viking Fence pays for itself. Call Viking Fence now for a quality fence or call them later for a replacement. Viking Fence, 837-6411 or online at vikingfence.com. When you think fence, think Viking. Chad Hastings, J.D. Lewis, Bo Edge, a game. You don't have to tell your kid's resume on the back of your expedition, bro. It's okay. I agree with you. Now, I have crossed a line, not with my car, but with my wife's car, that I'm not thrilled about. Because there's a sticker on my wife's car that tells you that my kid is student of the month at her elementary school. You put that up at your desk. You don't put it on your car. Thank you, Bo. I agree with you. (laughs) It was on the car before I could say a word and both of them are supporting it. Both of them look at well, me like I'm dumb. Well, now. I mean, you're not. You're, hey, you can't do it now, right? Hey, no. Hey, l- hey, little lovely daughter that's so pretty. By the way, I'm proud of you for being student of the month. We got to get that damn thing off. I asked. No, I. See, so you, you know can't me. say that. I asked her. I said, hey, since you're student of the month, why don't we leave it up for a month? And then we'll put it somewhere in the house where we see it more often, where we see it more often. And she said, no, we're going to leave it on the car. The game. Weekdays, noon to three. The Horn, 104.9. You have 32 new messages. Hey, sweetie, cooking you dinner with some Texas-grown fruits, veggies, and steak. Uh, but I can't find a pan. Okay, any idea where the bottle of Texas wine is? I've got some beautiful Texas roses. Have you seen the vase lately? We can help you find the Go Texan products created, crafted, and grown here. Once you get them, you're on your own. Look for the Go Texan logo. Be Texan, shop Texan. Go local with the Go Texan app for iPhone and iPod Touch. Visit GoTexan.org. Sponsored by the Texas Department of Agriculture. Style Switch Barbecue and Brew boasts an all-star cast of Central Texas pitmasters and staff paying tribute to the Texas barbecue legends. One slow smoke brisket at a time. Local and craft beers, TVs, brisket, three choices of homemade sausage, chicken, beef ribs, pork ribs, and pork steaks. It's just a little something for everyone. Come eat, watch the games, or play washers in one of their new sand pits. Style Switch, North Lamar, in the historic Violet Crown Shopping Center. Laying down the law, Sunday mornings at 9. It's football season, so come get all the pigskin you can handle on Laying Down the Law with me, Steve Foster, and my co-host, former All-Pro NFL quarterback Jeff Blake, every Sunday, 9 to 11 a.m. From high school to the college ranks to the Dallas Cowboys and Houston Texans, you'll hear it all, 9 to 11 a.m. on Laying Down the Law, the voice of the app. The Horn, 104.9 ESPN, Austin. And we're back, Austin, San Antonio. Hope that didn't scare you. Everywhere, Alex almost <laughs> fell out of his chair. It was like this the is roster watch five one two four four seven ESPN five one two four four seven three seven seven six. All right. Well, we know we know what time. Is that a phone call? No, that's another sound. Oh, not that Oh, sound. my God. The blood courses through his it, veins like crap through a sewer system. It just, it's, it, just smell, it just smells like 20 garbage sacks just full of, full of sewage. Full just kind of garbage. Tossed up and tossed up and just kind of, you know, thrown here in the middle of the middle of the table. What the what is going on here? 
You guys know what it is. It's the you garbage got a blue class. jumpsuit on and some <laughs> yellow gloves. And it stinks. This is a dump truck full of this, burning hair. It's just horrible. What is this? Oh. Uh, you know by now it's the garbage grab. I'm bringing you all those waiver wire dumpster diamonds that are going to help you in your bye week this week. <laughs> what is that? Turn that turn that up, Nick. What is that? This is the best part. The trash. It's smelly and old. He wouldn't trade it for a pot of gold. I'm, I'm just, I'm just happy that there's another. I don't know. I wouldn't say human being, but there's another being in the world that appreciates garbage. Yeah. As much as I do. So we'll get you started with the garbage grab this week. Starting off with Baron Batch, running back for the Steelers. Let's Jonathan. not call B. Batch garbage. <laughs> Come on, man. That's uh, my he's, vi- a, he's a friend of ours. But that's that's my that's violinist the, that's the na- little that's, brother. That's the, na- that's the name of our segment. Um, Jonathan Dwyer probably isn't on your waiver wire by now. Uh, but Baron Batch probably is. And, you know, when he, when, when he got in for some relief a couple of weeks ago... Um, he actually scored a touchdown, 22 yards and a touchdown. I think he'll get some chances this week. Chris Rainey's more of a specialist. He's going to be he's going to be in on kick returns, punt returns, and you know some special plays. But I think Baron Batch will actually get some run here in this game today. The organization loves him, so you know running backs are scarce this week. Um, another guy like David Thomas, tied into the Saints. Jimmy Graham is not going to Tampa Bay, so Thomas will draw the start. And the tight end gets run in a Drew Brees offense. I don't care who it is. Uh, Thomas is no slouch. We saw him play here at the University of Texas. Uh, don't be surprised when he has a pretty good day in Tampa. Uh, wide receivers that I like. Josh Morgan, wide receiver for the Redskins. Morgan has value this week due to Pierre Garçon sitting. Uh, Leonard Hankinson's been ill this week, so he's going to start. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't rely on him. Uh, Santana Moss. He'll be a strong play, but he's already owned in almost half of your leagues. Josh Morgan is not. He's somebody that you can throw out there, and he's going to get some targets. Another guy I like that I know Byron hates, just hates, and that's Devin Hester, wide receiver for the Bears. He's oh, he hurt me bad last <laughs> year, man. He's the single reason I didn't even make the playoffs last year. Oh, oh. hurt. Uh, he's set to start <laughs> off as a Brandon Marshall. Um, he should get some increased looks this week against the Lions. Mike Tice has been insistent that more plays will be drawn out for him. Um, I don't know how much you can trust that, but that's the word on the street. Uh, I like Hester's chances in what should be an exciting matchup. When are the Bears going to learn they have a Hall of Fame (laughs) kick returner on their team? (laughs) Another wide receiver I like (laughs) that that Alex loves, actually, a little bit, and that's Cecil Shorts. <laughs> say that say that three times fast. Right. Uh wide receiver for the Jaguars. He's gonna get the start. <clears throat> I um and Lauren Roberts instead, you know. He gets big action in like out of like three targets, you know, yeah. usually. So I'd like to see what he gets, you know. Um we'll just turn it over it. to red zone channel and <laughs> Cecil Shorts will just be streaking <laughs> he, across the field. He only gets like, in, who is this? He guy? only gets in if you go to rosterwatch.com, you, you'll see every week we we have a snap count tool so you can look back at the last week for every matchup and see how many snaps these guys have had. 
and Cecil Shorts never he doesn't even play <laughs> like he plays like fourteen percent of snaps and he all he's always getting a touchdown. So uh, this week, hey, if he's starting, it's obvious that obvious Gabbard looks for him. I, I'm I'm I, with the bye weeks and everything going on. I'm I'm having to start Cecil Shorts in one league. Wow. Um, oh God. <laughs> another running back that I like this week, and I don't know why he isn't owned in more leagues, and that's Legarrett Blunt. Eighteen percent. I can't. It's unbelievable. The thing is, he's not. He's owned in every league I play in. Right. I, I would love <laughs> to pick him up. You know, pick him up, get him off the waiver wire, and play him this week against one of the league's worst run defense. He's going to be a decent flex play moving forward. Low end, but reasonable. Well, they're they're moving that tandem a little bit back towards Legarrette Blount getting you know getting. Uh, it's not going to be as, an even timeshare. But the snap counts have gone up every week, and it seems well, like— Well, and then the yeah, fact I, I, that he I'm, gets the goal lines, how, even if he's getting less touches, that equalizes things. Well, on the matchup this week— Those are valuable touches. You know, it, it's, a, it's a boon for owners who pick up LeGarrette right. Blount. Uh, a tight end that I like, Brandon Myers of the Raiders. He's quietly established himself as a reasonable fill-in. You know, he's got like a f- five, six-point floor. Six points every single game. You know, I think except for one this year. So is a guy you can you can run out there, you know, you're Jimmy Graham under, uh, you don't trust David Thomas, Brandon Meyer is going to get you at least six points. A quarterback that I like this week, and that's Brandon Whedon of the Browns. Don't look now, but it looks like he's the real deal. I, I don't know. He, he seems to get better every week. He's on track to throw for about 4,000 yards this year. I think they I think he's actually on track to break Cam Newton's rookie yardage record as a passer. And with Josh Gordon coming on. There in Cleveland, I think he can do it. He has a juicy matchup with the Colts. I think it's going to be a shootout. Uh, I think he's a guy you can try it out there, and he's going to do well for you. Uh, my last, I guess my last two garbage grab picks this week are Chris Gibbons and Brandon Gibson, wide receiver for the Rams. Uh, Gibson is the best bet for more targets, but Gibbons is the better bet for bigger plays. I think you can run either of them out there uh, against the Packers. There's going to be a lot of throwing going on in that in that match, I think we agree. We like them both. We lean a little towards Gibson if we have the choice of the two. A little safer bet. A little safer. I'll say this. Speaking of safe, that heap of um, smelly, nasty <laughs> pile of garbage you just brought in is nasty as it smelled whenever you pulled up the truck and 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 walked in looking so trashy. I don't think that that garbage grab was that trashy. I kind of like some of those plays. No, you should. They're going to do well for you. Oh, well, hey, they do well every week. If you guys have heard with the, some of the hey, some of the stuff the trash man has come in here and just thrown on the table like a rotten fish that's turned out to be a big piece of gold, you wouldn't believe it. So, so Joker. We have another caller. Joker, you yes, there? What's going on? Fellas, yes, sir. Yo, Joker, so, what's going on, my man? First things how, first, team name. How ironic is that, man? You, you, my team is called Dumpster Juice. <laughs> Dumpster so, Juice! <laughs> all right. That sounds like yeah. something that Dorian lives <laughs> off of. Yeah. He drinks that. All right. Yeah, it's, it's gross. So oh. I, I, got, I need you guys' help, man. Team Dumpster Juice is 3-3. Three and three, Okay. And I got Nate Washington and I got Josh Gordon. Which one of those guys would you play? We have them so close. When We've actually kind of gone back and forth about this. Let me look and see where we ended up. Nate Dog, man, that's he. Nate Washington, he's always sneaky good, and he's got a real connection with Hasselbeck and an amazing matchup this week. Gordon, the thing with Gordon, I like Gordon a lot, but if you look, the the truth is, he's only had five receptions. Granted, two of them have been for big touchdowns. He's only had five receptions on very few targets over the last two weeks, and that's been while 
A couple of their other receivers, granted not as good as Josh Gordon, have been out of the lineup, and those guys are set to return this week. Because uh-huh. Ma- because Mas- Muhammad Masakwan and Travis Benjamin are both likely to return. So now you got a group that looks like it's going to be Greg Little, Gordon, Masakwan, Benjamin, as opposed to just those two. We have uh, Nate Washington ranked two spots ahead of Josh Gordon. He's going against a very porous uh, Buffalo defense. They're gonna they're not going to be able to roll any coverage over the top of uh, rookie Stephon Gilmore, who's had a lot of troubles there at the corner. I am going to suggest you go with Nate Washington this week. All right, thank you so much. I, w- I will say that Josh Gordon is the best receiver on that team. He is he he is the best receiver on that team, but the safer play this week is Nate Washington. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, man, right. th- yeah man, th- thanks, Joker. Good luck. Thanks, Joker. Ernie, dumpster juice. Dumpster juice. Uh, Ernie, we hadn't heard from you in a minute. Ernie, big Ern, what's we going missed on, my you. man? I know it's weekend, man. I'm just sleeping <laughs> in these days, but uh, <laughs> we wish we <laughs> could tell. You guys are talking trash, man. I got, I got my team's obliterated by bye weeks. You know, Reggie Bush, Lashawn McCoy, A. Gates. You know, even even the Sean Drawn and like, I can't even start a Lamar Miller. But I got oh, Kel Lashore and Steven Jackson as my starting running back. Okay, <laughs> I don't hate Lashore this week. That could be because I own him. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in my flex, I've got Stephen Hill, and I just didn't know. I mean, Legarrette Blunt's available. You guys are just Woo! talking about Legarrette Blunt. Do I need to just you, know. you need a you need to get you need to pick low you need first of all you need to drop Sean Drone for LeGarrette Blunt right now. Yeah, and I'm 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 not sure whether I start him I'm over Hill. Hill. That's close because I'm facing the I'll tell you what Ernie, let's talk after the show man because I've got a I might be playing Stephen Hill too this week. For, I, but, I, I'm 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 saying Blunt. I'm saying Blunt, Blunt I think is going to be safe for Hill has a little more upside. We'll Against talk. that New Orleans defense, run him out there. Yeah, yeah if, if if you're going for upside you go with Hill. You want the safe play. Who we're going to recommend as a flex? We're going to say Legarrette Blunt. Hey, you got Ross playing with that soccer ball I bought him, or what, man? <laughs> oh, dude, no, yeah, for sure. We, dude, we hey, go to the park hey. every weekend, every Monday. Hey, we need to get him a football. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> that is football. He's like three, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he tried to catch that. He's going to get an instant nosebleed. Er- I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Big Ern. Our listeners are getting an instant nosebleed. <laughs> thank you so much for calling in, my friend, and thank you so much to our listeners here in Austin and in San Antonio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com backslash Wasterwatch, facebook.com backslash Wasterwatch, and youtube.com backslash Wasterwatch. Wasterwatch.com, this is Wasterwatch.